Hey, thank you to Helix for sponsoring this podcast. Adam has had his Helix mattress for almost a year now, and he's loving it. It's it's actually hard to get him up. In fact, he won't stop talking about it. You'll understand what we mean when he goes into detail. Thank you for the detail, Adam, later on the episode. But for now, we want to tell our listeners about a special deal going on. Our Sleepy Time Pal Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and... As if that's not enough, two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Paula. That's helixsleep.com slash Paula. This is their best offer yet, and I'll bet it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Coming to you live from the Ray Horseman Studio in North Hollywood, California, it's Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, your comedy field guide to life. On tonight's show, your skin. It's the largest organ of your body. And with summer here, it's in danger. Does sunblock help? Paula's a sunblock skeptic. Dermatologist Ilya Rader gives us the real science of sunburn, warts, and wrinkles. We've got some skin in this game. And Frontier Communications is giving $1,000 to someone who will put down their smartphone and use a flip phone for a week. Paula throws her hat in the ring to be that person. Thanks to listener Sarah Anderson, she already has the flip phone. Now she just needs to plug in her Walkman, watch Buns of Steel on her VCR player, and wait for the Frontier Communications people to fax her. I'm Adam Felber, the man who tries to keep our show free of conversational warts. And now, please welcome the woman who kisses every toad she sees, Paula Poundstone. Thank you so much. Welcome, Paula, and thank you to tonight's house band returning champion trumpeter Stephen Billington. Excellent. Thanks very much. That was a great job, Stephen. All right, now, Paula, let's get right to it, because we have a a lot of stuff we're doing today. It's a busy night, Adam. It's a busy, busy night here in North Hollywood on Miranda Street. You've already broken a glass, which is good luck. I have the pod puppy here, and I had- Mo the pod puppy. I had brought from home like a little uh, care, you know, like a bag with some stuff in it, toys, and and I stupidly put in a dish to give her water in, and it's just glass dish. You brought a glass dish. I did. I brought a glass dish and I opened the door to my car. Because dogs are so reliable with glass. <laughs> I, I opened the door to my car and right away the, the glass dish fell out of the bag onto Miranda Street and it didn't just break. It fucking shattered right. everywhere. And I, I fi- cleaned up and cleaned up and cleaned up and then I realized I, I was cleaning up glass that wasn't even mine. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's the thing. I can't <laughs> believe you were cleaning up Miranda Street because as I, as I said a moment ago, the... Um, Broken glass on Miranda Street generally stays here long enough to become sea glass. It's it's part of the ambiance. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, what a night. It, All it, hell is breaking loose. Uh, is, Captain Crinkle just walked in. Oh, Captain Be- Crinkle's arriving late. She's arriving late. Apparently. And of course, she slammed the door on her way in. Schedule schmedule, no, she says. If that's what she says. She, yeah, she, drove she says it loudly when she walks in the room. She sure does. Um, but we have something else going on. Yes. You know how you like to test out advertising claims to see if they're real or bogus? Right, absolutely. We've had all kinds of advertising claims we've tested out. Yes. And I, I, I guess you've got sort of, uh, you're a little angry about uh, the combos 
Well, combos. Slogan. They, they claim combos really cheeses your hunger away. That is their longtime slogan. Cheese-filled combos. Combos really cheeses your hunger away. Really cheese. It's hard to believe that they are any more filling than any other snack food. And let me just say that I always have a galimifry of snack foods. We have the the uh, Hawaiian chips. We have Doritos. We have Oreos, Butterfingers, Three Musketeers, and Heath I'm bars. sure our dermatologists will have much to say about these as well. Uh, well, I'm not rubbing them on my face. I'm just In the way you them. are. But anyway, we've got these two packages of combos now. So I've never tried combos before, They're actually. adequate snack foods. Tony Anita Hall likes them. They were hard producer. to find, actually. We had to go to, like, uh, they weren't in a grocery store. We well, had to go to, like, a, it, it had to be at a gas station. That's exactly what, where, where you find combos, at a gas yeah, station. Yeah, and yeah. And, and you're miles away before you realize they weren't a good idea. So we've got one package of uh, cheddar cheese bacon combos. Uh, and what's the other kind? Uh, pizzeria. Flavored. Oh, I think I'll go with the pizzeria. It's weird that they're flavoring it like a pizzeria and not like a pizza. That, I am, that's yeah, a little actually, bit uh, upsetting. Yeah, this one actually tasted like a table and a napkin holder. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Fantastic. Let, let, let's each have a combo I'm gonna have a or combo. two and see how um, it cheeses our hunger. And I am a little bit hungry. Me too. Uh, because I, I have a, a two-hour drive here from Santa Monica. Wow. Wow, I don't like the taste of that. <laughs> Well, you know, in order to cheese your hunger away, sometimes you just got to suck it up and eat a lousy snack that you don't yeah. like. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But some, I re, that really does taste like a pizzeria. Yeah. You know what? Like the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Mine tasted like Tony, the the uh, <laughs> the waiter. Tony, the waiter? Yeah. The guy ran the counter? Yeah. Well, I got news for you. The cheddar cheese bacon one isn't much better. <laughs> Neither one of these is like pleasing my palate in any significant way. I, I'll tell you something. Wow. I don't eat bacon anymore anyways, mm -hmm. but the idea that you- I don't you think would, you're eating it now. The idea, <laughs> the idea that you would have a, a junk food that <coughs> claims to have bacon wow. in it, you're just doubling up on bad things. It also says exclusive flavor. I don't know what that means. Nobody else has this flavor. Wow. Yeah. I think mm. nobody else would. And it also said it's made with real cheese. Yeah, I, I well, think, both of them claim to be made with real cheese. I think what they mean is it's made near real cheese. Yeah, made, yeah. So what they do is they take a, a fine with, yeah. quality of Swiss and they put it on the counter beside them while yeah. they make these shitty snacks <laughs> with, <laughs> with whatever they well, put them in. You know, sometimes we test a product claim and I think, hey, maybe they'll advertise on our show someday. Yeah. I am certain that this is not going to be the case with combos. I don't know. This is the kind of food people like when they're high. I, I, Ooh, I, I, ooh, feel like I, should, I feel like I should eat one more and then just have done with it to see if I, my hunger is cheesed away. It, it also says in the back, Adam, that it's oh. stuffed full of awesome. Really? Yeah, which is, I think, a little nondescript. Yeah. Um, uh, that's because they don't realize that awesome is a adjective. Ugh. This one is stuffed full of awful. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can use that slogan if you want, combo people. So do you feel like you've had uh, like enough to get a sense of whether Whoa, it's going to um, Whether it's going to cheese away my hunger? Well, let, we'll wait. We have a whole show to find out if our hunger okay. gets cheesed away. But boy, right. I never want that to happen in my mouth again. <laughs> um, stuffed. All right, wait, now. I'm writing it down. Because stuffed full of awesome. You like that one? You well, like that slogan? Yeah, I might. If I ever become a whore, I might use that. Stuff. Oh, <laughs> like in the throes of passion, say, I am now stuffed full of awesome. Yeah. Well, that would that might shore up the ego of yeah. your John. Yeah, honestly, yeah. might get a couple of more tricks and I using a tip, phrase like that. Better with that phrase. Yeah. You got to hear what she says. Uh, wow. I'm just stuffed full of awesome. <laughs> and in that voice, that screams it was a sex. Bit, it was a little bit Edith Bunker accident. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm stuffed full of awesome, Archie. 
don't know why I've become the resident Edith Bunker on this show. All right. Now, while our hunger is being abated by combos or not, let's talk flip phones. Yes. Listener Lee Lebby turned us on to the flip phone challenge on the 30th anniversary of the first folding phone. Frontier Communications is challenging someone to use a flip phone for an entire week. Well, I'm so I've already begun filling out my form. Yeah, well, here's how they pitched it. We're looking for one brave soul to willingly give up their smartphone for a full seven days in favor of a flip phone. The madness, we know. That's why we want to see what happens. How did you sleep? Were you more or less productive? How long did things take? Did it feel like you went back in time? Are you eating combos? You tell us, and we'll pay one lucky winner $1,000 and give them a handy-dandy survival kit to keep them going. Well, I'm so excited about doing this. I'm the perfect person for now, that. Now, they asked for a 200-word explanation. And that I think was not easy for me to, to keep, keep it, it to down 200 to 200 words. <laughs> I, I was up all night paring away, just, you know, editing, slicing. I started off with a uh, uh, with a book, really. I had written really? a book on the t- I had, on my why I should be the person. Right, and you really should be the person. You're going to win some awesome stuff. You're going to get $1,000, yeah. a Boredom Buster swag bag survival nice. kit, mm-hmm. which will contain an actual physical map. Yeah. A pocket phone book? I love maps, by the way, and I love phone books. A notepad and a pen to make grocery trips a little less painful? Wait a minute. Look, I carry a pen connected to my pants, and I have a notebook in my back pocket. My pockets are stuffed full of awesome. You're going to be, you're going to get a couple of 90 CDs like Britney and NSYNC to soothe your Spotify withdrawal, which you don't have. I don't need as much. Uh, No drug testing or background check required. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so 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 you wrote something for this. I did. I wrote. I wrote because you have to you know submit the two hundred word uh, you know why it should be me for this job. So, so here's what sh- I wrote. So yeah, share. Why don't you share it with us on you know here on the show, and maybe we'll even send them a recording. Oh, that's a good idea. No, here. I hope they're not sponsored by Compost. Oh my gosh! What if it's owned by the same company? Uh, you know oh, what? This one awful. says best before December twenty nineteen. Yeah. I, I can't only imagine what it's like after December. Yeah. You know what? We should have a special show on that night. Yeah. On the night these combos go stale. Then they turn. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Here's what I wrote okay. to re- to uh, to win the contest of uh, being allowed to use only a flip phone for a week. Okay. Um, here it is. I gave my son a flip phone just a couple of weeks ago, and he got really mad at me. I meant it in the best way possible. I think flip phones are great. I have two phones. I have a flip phone that I only use for talking, and I have a smartphone that I use for everything else. Sometimes I even use my smartphone to call my flip phone. It just makes me feel liked. I want to be your lab rat because I would love to prove to my son the value of a flip phone. He never believes in anything I say, but with science and your entire company behind me, I might just be able to get through to him. Mm. What's in it for you to pick me? I have a podcast called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. I know, at first glance, that doesn't sound like a huge marketing score, but we have upwards of 20 listeners. We actually have many more than that. So good, they're practically hand-picked. Speaking of picking, pick me! Pick me! Oh, that is that is fantastic! I don't know why they wouldn't application. select me after. Was that that's being sent in as we speak, right? Uh, yeah, I, I also used it for Harvard. Huh? Yeah, and feels, also, it feels and like also a picture of uh, my head on an athlete's body. S- yeah, not waterboarding. <laughs> waterboarding. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just on an athlete's uh, sure. body. Yeah, I, I love it. I, now. um... Did you notice while you were uh, reading me your application that your hunger kind of cheesed away at any time? No, my my hunger is not yet. Actually, you know what I have to say? Mm-hmm. 
I think because they were so repulsive. Yeah. I'm a little nauseated and so I don't feel hungry. I don't know if that's how they meant it. Combos really nauseates your hunger away. Yeah. Because cheesed, you know, that has no meaning. So they could it's use It's not a that. verb. No, it's not a verb. So cheesed could be, it could be that it just, you just feel sick and you don't want to eat cheesed anymore. off. Yeah. 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 In that way, it has worked. It kind of put me off of food. I don't feel like reaching for anything. Yeah. And that's not like me. Normally, um, almost the entire time I'm talking on this show, I have like Oreo crumbs around my mouth. That and, is true. Yeah. Uh, uh, but not right now. My hunger's been cheesed. Yeah. Away. Now, um, you know who does seem to want combos is this gazelle. You know, Anthony brought he our, Anthony yeah. Alfaro, yeah. uh, our uh, sound engineer. Uh, he, if you will. he um he was here when we had the zookeeper on. Was, yeah, and I think he Anthony's kind of a shy guy, and I right. think he saw that we really uh, resonated to the animals, and so he's been bringing in animals. We don't even know where he gets them. He but says he has access, and that's a very disturbingly vague thing. Yeah, exactly. And there is a goddamn gazelle. Yeah. Uh, and boy, they don't seem to like to be enclosed, they do they? They really don't like small spaces. <laughs> and those those hooves look like they might leave a bruise. Yeah. Um, but, but it's least, got a cute face. Yeah, it's cute face. Apparently, uh, agrees with Tony Anita Hull on the subject of combos, because it seems to like it. Yeah. It's, it's um, over here kind of nuzzling at the yeah. combos. Go ahead, have one, because there's nothing I want to clean up more tonight than gazelle vomit. Yeah, all right. So, Paula, even with gazelles in the Ray Horseman studio, how do you feel about doing a podcast? How's that for a segue? Uh, 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 it's beautiful. Hold on. All right. Just hold on. And don't take this part out. Um, We're going to take this part out. Wait a minute. You know what? Uh, I can hardly reach my microphone. Could somebody help me push this gazelle? Yeah, it seems to like you. Maybe uh, maybe it's because you're... because uh, it, I've got little... Combo crumbs. Uh, combo crumbs around my mouth. All right, all right, okay. I don't want it licking my mouth. Um, Adam, I love doing this podcast. It's not what I dreamed of my whole life because there was no such thing as a podcast when I was growing up. That's but true. that's the only reason that it isn't. If there had been podcasts when I was growing up, I wouldn't have even considered being a truck driver even for a minute. Still, okay. sometimes late at night, I ask myself two things. Number one, should I get up and use the bathroom now or sleep uncomfortably for the last couple of hours? Very universal question. And number two, is it enough just to enjoy doing the podcast? Yes. And the answer for me is no. Oh. So as you know, a few weeks back, I started using the podcast to expand my vocabulary. I like this. Every week I learn a new word. Okay. And this week's word is actually perfect. Uh, this week's word is rotundity, which means state or condition of being rotund, roundness, fullness, uh, uh, cheesy. Uh, huh. Here, I'll use it in a sentence. Although my pot belly is genetic, another reason for my rotundity may be my strict junk food diet. Interesting. Now, yeah. I, I do have a question. I yeah. love that word. It's a good word. But did you really not know that word until this week? I didn't. I knew rotund, but I didn't know there was a word rotundity. Oh, okay. Which I enjoy so much more than just rotund. Rotundity love, is a good rotundity word. Rotundity is really and fun to say. And it rhymes with profundity for you songwriters out there. Wait a minute. Um, there used to be a performer. And diddy diddy. There used to be a performer. Uh, and it might be, uh, what is it, a female impersonator? What is it? A drag, a drag queen. queen. Might have been a drag queen named Flotilla DeBarge. Okay. It just reminded me, rotundity. Rotundity. And I don't know that Flotilla was rotund. It just Probably reminded. not. Most drag queens are, uh, are, are kind of svelte. 
I don't think Most. that's true. That's yeah. ridiculous. There's no qualification of There's being no spelt no, it's not to be. Uh, I'm just talking a, about drag queens that I've you seen. You know what, Adam? You know lots on lots of topics, but are you going to tell me yeah. that you have measured? No, I've never that you measured. you know the measurements no. of drag queens? Gonna, this I'm is gonna, a little something I never knew about you, but you actually have the measurements of drag queens I memorized? Don't, I don't. Uh-huh. I'll withdraw that. I'm just saying most that I've seen. Most that you've seen them. Where have you seen them? On, on the television set in the Greenwich Village. <laughs> you know, they're in the Mermaid Parade. Drag queens, you see them. They're everywhere. <laughs> I guess I haven't, okay. uh, but that's good. Flotilla de Barge. Oh, um, my yeah, Lord. She, she, has, uh, she may have had rotundity. You Acor- don't know. According to Adam, the, the most... Drag queens. It was a, it was do a not massive generalization. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was a rotundity of generalization. Oh my lord. Coming up, why do we wrinkle? What causes warts? Why do we get spots? Dr. Ilya Rader answers those existential questions about the stuff that wraps our bodies and keeps our organs on the inside, and much more when we return on Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone is sponsored in part by HelloFresh. HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen a reality with deliciously simple recipes. You get fresh pre-measured ingredients and easy-to-follow six-step pictured recipe cards delivered to your door each week. All meals come together in 30 minutes max, and there are three flexible plans to choose from. Classic, veggie, and family. And I got to say, you know what? I have enjoyed some HelloFresh meals before that I've prepared myself. And it's actually the only way I can use produce. Because what do if you mean? I, well, if I go to the store and I buy produce, uh-huh. um, well, I shouldn't say it's the only way I can use It's the only way I can know how much produce to get. Um, because if I go and I buy produce, what ends up happening is it just rots in my right. refrigerator. Which would tell me that you're buying too much. Well, precisely. But with HelloFresh, the ingredients come. So, you know, it would send the right amount of zucchini and then you chop it up. Uh, right, exactly but, right. Yeah. They, they measure it out. The, they, it takes the guesswork out of it, and so there's so less nothing's waste. Nothing's going to go bad no. when, when HelloFresh comes to your door. And then when I have Unless made, it's an avocado, because those things seem to go bad the second you slice them open. Yeah, they go bad. Yeah. Uh, they go bad at the cash register. Yeah. And then what I also found is that I had a filling meal. Right. It cheesed me entirely. Okay. Uh, and then I had some leftovers that I could, uh, you know, put in a container and save uh, till, oh, so there was till the next night. actually enough for the next night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So as a single person, um, you know, people always say like, oh, yeah, you hate to cook for yourself. As a single person, it's actually very convenient cooking. Wow. And it's fresh. Which well, is that's not the other thing. It says it right your in the name. Otherwise. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I really enjoy uh, Three Musketeers bars. And the best way is when they are, when the fluffy, not stuffy is quite fresh. Yeah. Fluffy, not stuffy. Yeah. So um, for a total of $80 off in your first month, that's $80 saved in the first month, that's 20 off your first four boxes, visit HelloFresh.com slash Poundstone80 and enter the promo code Poundstone80. I'm going to say that again because I know a lot of people have, there's a screech of tires out there, people are pulling over. Right. Digging the pan out of their glove box. Yeah. Okay. That's why they should wear it attached to their pants the way I do. I have a pen attached to my pants. Tony Anita, will you take a picture of that, my pen later, and then post it on uh, 
the right. Facebook. Yeah, because it, it's, it's a an perfect awkward arrangement. writing position, isn't it? To, when well, you, you take it off, Adam. You oh, don't. What I do you see. do? The guy like squatted down. Yeah. To, to a desk. To, I imagine no, you take that. it off, exactly and then you write freely. Okay. Well, I'm going to say it again now, I, although I, I'm worried that our listeners have now started driving again. So pull over again and listen. That's <laughs> HelloFresh.com slash Poundstone80. Promo code Poundstone80 for a total of $80 off your first month. Now they're just swerving back and forth. Now they're going to be pulled over by a cop. Hey, Paula, it's been almost a year now since I got my Helix mattress. And as you remember, there was some drama surrounding Helix mattresses. Because oh, when oh Helix gosh. first sponsored us, Bonnie took the mattress and yeah. she's been loving it. But finally, I got my chance to get a Helix mattress and I sleep so well. I mean, the family bed is where we all gather. We watch movies in, in our room occasionally and everybody just piles on it and it it's comfy. And yet when one person hops on, the other half of the mattress doesn't fly up. I'm a fan. Well, you know, Adam, everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions plus enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It is the perfect combination of comfort and support. I agree with that last bit. I don't get all the technical stuff about the mattress, but it is soft and supportive. Helix offers 20 unique mattresses, the award-winning Lux, which I got, and ultra-premium Elite Collections, the Helix Plus, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and the Helix Kids mattress designed for growing bodies and endorsed by child sleep experts, and my daughter now wants one. So, how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You go to their website, take the Helix Sleep Quiz, and you find your perfect mattress batch in under two minutes. You know, when you said you can't follow all the technical stuff, it's really not that technical. You know, uh, no matter what way you sleep, they have a mattress that will support and comfort you. How hard is that? Uh, you know, when you say it that way, it seems a lot simpler. I take it back. That's my boner. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. And Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Well, I like that there's a warranty, but they can pry that mattress from my cold, dead hands. I took the sleep quiz. I was matched with the Helix Midnight Lux. I got the Lux. And I love it. It is such an upgrade from my old mattress. You know, I think Bonnie got the Midnight Lux. She did. Too. Yeah. You're not here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to take Adam's word for it? Well, you got Bonnie's word. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Your Sleepy Time Pal Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. That's a lot, and it's already not that expensive a mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash Paula. That's helixsleep.com slash Paula. This is their best offer yet. It's fantastic. It won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Well, 
Not right now. And if you're going to get it anyway, use our code. Hey, Paula. You know, every once in a while, we get a new advertiser that I get super excited about. And I have to say, just because of the circumstances of my life right now, I'm really excited about our new advertiser, Quince of Quince.com, the clothing provider. Not to be mistaken for Quince from Midsummer Night's Dream. And let me just say this, and maybe it's not important to an advertisement, but when I was in the fourth grade, our class put on a production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Okay. And I played I played Peter Quince. There. There's the connection. One of the mechanicals. That's a great connection. Also, yes, has nothing to do with this, which is that um, Quince is an online clothing store. And as you know, Paula, I've, uh, I've lost a little weight lately. Oh, right. 75 pounds. Yeah. So I literally have no clothes that are in my size until I just ordered some stuff at Quince. And I figured, like, here's a chance for me to create a new look for myself. A whole new image. And how's it going? Not bad. I mean, the clothes are fantastic. I know that you ordered some too. What I got is I got the Comfort Stretch Traveler Five Pocket Pants. And I got the, um, oh, it's so, and I got the 100% European linen shirt and it looks breezy and it fits beautifully. These are like premium pieces of clothing that are selling for like, you know, $30 a piece or starting at $30 at quince.com. It's awesome. I look good. I ordered the brushed lounge jogger Ooh. and you know i put them on when i came back from new york i pulled them on and i i swear to you okay this is not scientific because i was tired already right but they were so soft <laughs> and, and so comfortable that honestly like right as i got them up to my waist i i i think my eyes closed they're so co- it's a softness it's a kind of softness that I don't think I've ever experienced in a garment, honestly. You know, my uh, drawstring European linen trousers are a little bit like that, too. Like, so comfortable that I just want to hang out with myself. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're <laughs> European. Keep that in mind. Uh, oh, European. they are so European. And you can get those kinds. Of, you can get washable silk tops. You can get 14-karat uh, gold jewelry and, like, all these accessories. Quince sells a lineup of timeless pieces that keep their customers looking effortlessly chic year after year. I'm not certain that I look chic, but certainly if I did, it's not going to take a lot of effort. I now look chic and I feel pretty great. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabric. It's all good as far as I can see. Is it my imagination or do they cut out the middleman? They cut out the middleman, Paula Poundstone. I love it when they cut out the middleman. That's the thing, they cut out the middleman. <laughs> That's fantastic. So be like me and Paula. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash nobody for free shipping on your order and a 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash nobody to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash nobody. Nobody. And honestly, I look fantastic. Paula, you won't be able to keep your hands off me. Oh, I can't wait. And don't (laughs) think that if you had to return something, don't think you're sending it to a middleman because they cut out the middleman. They cut out the middleman. That's quince.com slash nobody. And if you're going to do it anyway, use our code. And we're back. Thank you, Stephen Billington. And we've got a ton of stuff happening on this episode if you just tuned in. I don't know why you would tune in in the middle because we're not on the radio. Right. You can just start at the very beginning. You can start at the beginning. But what you've missed so far is that we're testing uh, cheese-filled combos. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'm a little scared right now because our, our next guest suggested that we look up the flavors. And, and um, 
It turns out, even on Combo's website, the flavor that we sampled, cheddar cheese bacon, does not in fact exist. Oh my God. So, you know what? It's listed nowhere. It's probably made by the Russians and put into our, yeah. you know, our food stream. Well, we sabotage their already repulsive snack selections. That's right. It's probably a Vlad special. We, we could be in some trouble there. Uh, what, what else is going on? Well, Paula's uh, trying to earn $1,000 uh, to get a flip phone. I have uh, unfairly categorized um, drag queens as felt. Yeah. Adam so, did say that. He said I that did, drag I did, queens are been, usually I round, svelte. I was roundly, if you'll pardon the pun, <laughs> criticized for that. Um, but we're moving on. It's summer, it's hot, it's sunny, and it's time to lather on the sunblock. And this is interesting to me. Polly, you don't believe in sunblock. Well, It's I, not like you... you, you I, I, here's what I don't believe. Okay. You know, they're like, oh, every time you leave the house, you should put on sunblock. I, I, Why I, do they say it to, the, to you like that? They do. Every time you leave the house. Every time you leave the house. There's a guy just <laughs> outside my door. He's, your neighbor? He's dressed like McGruff, the yeah. dog. Well, Paul, um, put on your sunblock. Um, yeah, I don't believe in that. I okay, mean, so you're not a sunblock denier, but you're a skeptic. We would put, you know, I put on sunblock, but okay. not just to hang around. Okay, um, you know, I we're going to set that straight. Now, I know that when we were younger, the yeah, attitude towards sunblock well, was different. Thing. When I was a kid, um, uh, like the teenage girls uh-huh. would, well, uh, we all slathered baby oil on our skin yeah. and would go out in the sun hoping to get more uh, more sun exposure. Browner. Um, yeah, because we wanted tans, right? And then a lot of the teenage girls would like wrap uh, aluminum foil around their Bobby Sherman album and use it as a reflector. Wow. Uh, and and they're all alive. So my question is, why why does everyone say that that's so bad for you? Well, for one thing, I think that, like, you know, there are people who smoke all their lives and then, you know, get hit by a bus when they're 90. But that doesn't mean smoking doesn't cause cancer. Yeah. And indeed, one girl that I went to high school with did pass away thanks to skin cancer. Really? Yeah. But did she... Did she... Oh, she was a tanner. Yeah. So oh, yeah. she would go and try to get... Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. But let's see what an expert says and about sunblock. And yet I feel good. You look good. Thanks. You don't look tan either. Um, all right. Dr. Ilya Rader is the founder and medical director of the American Skin Institute. Wow. He's a board-certified dermatologist and dermatological surgeon who is on the faculty of the University of Southern California. Please welcome Dr. Ilya Rater. This combo's got me. Best intro ever. Happy That's to join you guys. Dr. Rater, welcome to our show. Thanks for coming by. My pleasure. Well, how often are you introduced? Isn't it usually just the doctor will Every see you Every time I now? walk in the room. Yeah. Does it, right. so yeah. Do you introduce yourself or does the, you know, your office manager or a My nurse, entourage a nurse? walks into the room, yeah. introduces and me, there's a and then I come of, in. of lights, of cameras going yes. off. It's, he's here. In a purple robe and a little tiara. No, but oh, you, you, nice. I'm sure you lecture at places and you've been introduced before, yes. right? Yeah. But yeah. this was the best. You never had a trumpet fanfare, did you? Never. Uh, yeah. Stephen well, Billington over there. I love yeah. this. Well, um, it's the beginning of a new thing for you. Now, let's get to this. Are you supposed to wear sunblock every time you step outside? Every time you step outside, you should wear some. <laughs> it's, it's him. Me. It's me. <laughs> no, should you? I'm hiding in the bushes outside, I screaming I at you. I recognized you. And you thought you were hearing voices. No, it's uh, I, I kind of fall closer to your camp where I think. Thank that, you. He's looking at me, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Right. He says he falls closer to my camp where you don't have to wear sunblock every time you step outside. Well, let me. You know, in now my, he's equivocating. In, in my in my field. A lot of people would disagree with me, uh-huh. but I'm not saying go in the sun all day. I'm just saying most sunblocks are not that great for you, uh-huh. especially the ones that are made out of chemicals. So there's chemical sunblocks and there's physical ones. The physical ones. What's are, a physical sunblock? The physical like ones a hat. have 
Yeah, hats. Oh. hats, but no, different. The ones that are white, like mineral based, uh, zinc and titanium. Like if, oh, wow. if it has that in the ingredients, it's a physical sunblock. It's great. Now they don't rub in well. That's why people want to use those chemicals, uh-huh. and those chemicals are not that fantastic. So, what do they do to you? I mean, in what so, ways can sunblock be bad for you? So, those chemicals themselves change in response to sunlight, and they th- turn into secondary chemicals, which some research shows are not the best things for you. Now, there's a lot of. But what would they do once they're secondary chemicals? Once they're secondary things, this is where a lot of debate's going on. Some studies, and there's a lot of studies in medicine, obviously, and, yeah. and there's a lot of studies that are bogus, a lot of studies that are junk. Right. How do you some, get a rat to put on sunblock? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Well, you got to shave them first. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's very tough. Yeah. You got to sell the little bottles for little rats yeah. for their paws to open. So they have paws, or what do they yeah, have? Yeah, rats have paws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Adam knows that. So uh, Mickey Mouse, you know, doesn't his hands are always covered in the gloves. He's got he never the gloves. Gets, he's never but a mouse, hate, not a rat. Because he hates it. the grease of the sunblock. That's yeah, exactly that's right. why he's wearing a natural sunblock. Isn't that he what you is, said? Only on his hands. Natural sunblock. Yeah. So for uh, so secondary chemicals can become problems. So some studies, there's a few, show that the they can be potentially carcinogenic in humans. And then everyone freaked out and had a problem with this. And then the sunscreen sure. industry, obviously. Uh, Big sunscreen quashed yeah. those studies. Yeah, they there's a lot back. of there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are advocating in, uh, sunscreens that have a vested interest in people wearing them. Now, funny enough, there's not too many good studies. In fact, I've yet to see a great one that has shown that sunscreens reduce skin cancer. What? Mm-hmm. So just as I sun avoidance does. So uh-huh. it, not being in the sun reduces skin cancer. So wearing a hat, wearing uh, sun protective clothing, absolutely mm-hmm. great idea. You shouldn't be in the sun a lot. You shouldn't burn. You shouldn't fry in the sun. But sunscreens, especially the chemical uh, sunscreens, they're good in a pinch. They're good if you don't have a hat. They're good if you don't have a shirt. They're good if you're in the beach once in a while. Wow. Put it on and it's better than getting a burn. Right. But I wouldn't rely on it as your sole protection from the sun. I used to, uh, I mean, I try to avoid this now, but I, I used to just let myself fry every yeah. summer. I mean, like bacon fry. And, uh, and then my skin would uh, bubble up. Like cheese bacon, and, Ch- cheddar uh, cheese yeah, combos. It would, it would, it would, it, it, I felt stuffed full of awesome when I did it. Yeah. Um, and, then, uh, and, and then my skin would bubble up and then it would peel. How is that different from a chemical peel that you might do? At a really? dermatologist. So that's your question? It is a question that I it's have. It's a question. <laughs> yeah, you said you wanted a peel, and here you go. Yeah, right? exactly. That's a peel. Peeling or peeling? Uh, so you gave your skin a peel from extreme sun exposure, probably damaging some cells and causing some DNA damage, maybe leading to some uh, skin cancer. Causing it's a little DNA different. damage, meaning yes. that it changes who I'm related to? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. You're great at the yes you're now, you're no, now he doesn't mean that. You're yeah. a Native American now. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I think I am. Uh, Me too. I live uh, in America. So, um... <laughs> That doesn't make you Native American. All right. So uh, what is a chemical peel then? A chemical peel. So we use a a chemical that destroys, uh, or I shouldn't say destroys, injures the top layer of the skin and peels it off. There's different levels of chemical peel. How is injuring it different than destroying it when it peels it off? Uh, I would call that destroyed. You can destroy it with radiation, which is what, you know, happened to your skin when you burn it from the sun. Uh We We don't use radiation. We use chemicals. And the chemicals, there's different levels. There's low, medium, and high. The low chemical peels are great for little bit of sun damage like brown spots, right. extra fine little wrinkles. The sure. medium peels 
great for sun damage. Right. And then there's the extreme peel, and that's how you get that white baby doll face when all those wrinkles go away and people look a little, a little too weird. young for yeah. their age. That's how you get that. And you do all three of these. You've done all three of these. I, not on myself, but I do all three of them in my office. Right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I, and then like the every summer one. I get sun damage no matter how much sunscreen I'm wearing because, you know, I'm always taking the kids to the water park and the beach. In fact, I've been to the, in the th- last, past three days, I've been to both. The water park and the, the water park and the beach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And my skin hates me for it. Yeah. But yeah, well, you just get one of those peels. There's yeah. the fourth kind of peel where you just tear the skin off the person. <laughs> there isn't. Yeah. yeah and that's, a, that's called torture. And that's an irrevocable peel. That's and, a, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Perma peel. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's good like a banana. For, it's good for weight loss. Yeah. <laughs> but and, you're saying that that deep peel retirement. takes off wrinkles. A deep peel takes off wrinkles. It takes off wrinkles. Amazingly well, yeah. Like forever? Forever. Your yeah, skin is forever, dead. forever younger, about 10 to 15 years younger. Typically. Are you kidding okay, me? That, you know what? This doesn't sound right to me. What? <laughs> there's got to be some downside to what you're saying uh, here. The downside, I mean, there's, a, there's always a risk with a procedure, but carried out in the appropriate way. Like in your office. Like in my office at the American Skin Institute, <laughs> which is yeah. the best skin institute in America. So Otherwise, yeah. why would it have that name? The right. American so, Skin Institute. Right. Yeah. So at the American Skin Institute, right. we don't do just any peels. We yeah. do American Skin Institute peels, right. yeah. which remove all your sun damage and your wrinkles and everything else that you don't want, leaving behind only what you do want. In your uh-huh. skin, wow. which is just awesomeness. It, can't that damn it? I mean, this, when you say it chemical sounds, and yeah. peel, it just sounds like it could be at the damaging. very least. The procedure needs a rebranding. All right, Leaving how behind, do you do it? You say it's a chemical peel. How do you do it? You so just spray so, no, 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 hydrochloric you, acid onto the person. That's, and, that's yeah. one way. That's, oh, you'll, that's and getting then back you'll to the irrevocable peels. <laughs> The deadly peel. Then they, no attention they give to that you a mask room. and teach you to play the pipe organ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, none of those. Uh, but, Gee, it's not usually this painful. <laughs> but if you're doing a low-level peel, you can use stuff like glycolic acid, and then there's another like one. Like what acid? Glycolic, glycolic acid, glycolic. salicylic acid. There's another one called... Uh, I never uh, heard of any of these. Je- <laughs> well, you should come by the American Skin Institute. I'm going we'll to have to, where to each our, of these chemicals absolutely. are celebrated. At the medium-level uh, peels, you have one called the trichloroacetic acid, or TCA peel for short, and then the most intense peel is called a phenol peel, and that one is quite amazing. Fetal peel. A phenol. fetal peel. Phenol. Oh, phenol. Phenol, uh-huh. no fetal. Oh, that was fetal peel. Well, you could say no. phenol peel to expose your fetal beautiful skin. Yeah. Ah. Just to be. Yeah. Oh, but good. isn't there a reason why nature has like layers and layers of, of skin? Yeah, isn't wh- there, a, why would you need to do this? Well, if everyone lived in a cave or uh-huh. under a rock, yeah. they wouldn't accumulate a lot of the sun st- damage that we see on their skin. So and is that, that what you're recommending? Yeah, and that's what we visualize. When you look at someone and you could tell their age pretty quick, yeah. uh-huh. you're looking for certain cues. Yeah. And right. those cues are like wrinkles and brown spots and, and volume loss in the skin and all these things that you've associated with a certain age. And that's how you can tell someone's age real quick. Right Now, when I look at someone who is deeply pigmented, someone with dark brown skin or, or black skin, mm-hmm. they don't have the same uh, visual cues of aging that we're used to seeing on white skin. Mm-hmm. So it's a little tougher to identify unless you're re- very familiar with what you're looking for, mm-hmm. an age. And that's why you're looking for certain visual cues on your skin. So that's what we remove. We remove the visual cues that people are used to seeing. And those are usually from too much sun. What else ages you, right? 
cigarettes age you, alcohol mm. ages you, sure. and sun. So that's the whole Combos age. as well. Yeah, yeah. triumvirate. So, well, so, eating combos so for sure. It what will, are wrinkles? What are wrinkles? Yeah. Wrinkles are wrinkles. I mean, they're, they're, they're skin that's lost collagen and elastin fibers, and they're no longer supple. Uh, they're no longer there, so the skin no longer is supple. And it's folding in different ways that it used to not be able to fold. Why does it happen? Like, how come, you know, at 60, you, you just become a Sharpay? What? Wh- <laughs> why? Again, because most people are living a life that exposes their skin to the forces that uh, give us the appearance of age. And again, uh-huh. that, that is what? It's being outside in the sun, environmental yeah. stresses, yeah. Uh, being stressed at work, all this. Th- oh, eating, my God. Eating foods that are, like, uh, stuffed full of awesome and... <laughs> And, you know, <laughs> I think a lot of my stress comes from uh, working on Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Why is it's that? It's probably created a lot what, of what, wrinkles. What, what, what stress do you get here? Uh, a lot of uh, adversity. There's a lot of adversity. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, is there? Yeah, there yeah. is. There's a lot of my coworker, okay. uh, Adam Felber, yes. who you'll notice how unwrinkled his skin is. That's because I make this nothing but an like easy a baby. experience. Yeah, I do have. For Adam. He it, does. It, he has baby soft skin. Absolutely, it's yeah. adorable. It's it's not baby soft. It's I, baby soft I've worked, skin. These hands have worked. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh boy! I worked yeah. in a in a restaurant and a. On a golf course. Oh, yeah, on a golf course, yeah. In a, oh, speaking in a of, toy and juvenile furniture store. Speaking of... Sunglass uh, Emporium. All right, speaking of uh, on a golf course, did you... One of Trump's most recent appearances in the driveway of the uh, uh, White House, did you see, like, he had peeling skin on his head and his nose? Did that bother you as a dermatologist? I didn't see that, but it wouldn't surprise me that he got too much sun somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, he golfs he all the time, yeah. 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 Yeah, you don't get that in the Oval Office. No, you don't. No. No, if your nose is to the grandson in the Oval Office, you do not get that. All right, let's uh, get get more specific about various skin things. Like, what's, what about warts? Yes, warts. People don't like them. What are they? Warts are caused by the human papillomavirus, <laughs> HPV virus. When people hear HPV, they always think of sexually transmitted diseases. That's exactly what I think. What I think. But I think. all warts are caused by HPV. Some are bad HPV that can lead to skin uh, to scan- cancers. I shouldn't say skin cancers, but they can lead to skin cancers and other cancers like cervical cancer. That's why women get pap smears and stuff like that. But otherwise, warts, like the kind that are very common on kids and adults that happen on hands, that's HPV. It's just and getting in are, through their hand or something? Yeah, or? that's just, uh, you know, from everyday life, people can pick it up. Kids huh. are more susceptible than adults. Oh, then, I didn't know that. And then their immune system changes a little bit. And the warts either can melt away on their own or they stop getting them as often. Or you tape a penny to them. No, but putting duct tape on them actually- Duct tape works. Has been shown to work. Really? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Wow. I didn't know. I, I'm surprised you're giving that away. You know, we treat a lot of warts in our office. Uh-huh. And we uh, are happy- When you happy, first go in- We're and happy there's... when patients can treat them at home as well. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I'd imagine when you I go would into be... the office and someone's there for warts, do you go, Ew! No, I go. That would be amazing. I go awesome. Yeah, (laughs) your skin is stuffed full of awesome. Stuffed full of awesome. How did warts warts get? I mean, there's all sorts of rashes and all sorts of bad skin stuff that we can get. How did warts get this sort of you know fairy tale evil bad reputation any more than any other skin? Because they're ugly. Nobody likes having a wart. That's why when they pop up, people want them gone. Yeah, but so is acne and so is psoriasis and so is you don't don't picture an evil witch with acne. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. I. And warts can hurt and they can be un, 
and they spread, and you can spread them to another person. So oh, nobody I, wants I, to have I've a contagious I've had them on the bottom things. of my feet. I'll Those get are... you, my pretty, but first some Clearasil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. So, I get stuck uh, on that. All right. Speaking of acne, uh, when I was growing up, there was a, a, a family friend, and the mother was always hammering her teenage daughter about how she ate because she felt that this was what gave her uh, acne, you know, pimples was that she was eating potato chips or french fries. And anytime the kid had like a skin outbreak, her mother would be like, you were eating french fries, weren't you? Is, are, is there a relationship between those things? So what I've learned in my life... Is, you immediately looked at the combos as you started doing this answer. Yeah, well, yeah, the combos are everywhere. So I could look left, right, <laughs> yeah. or down, and I'm looking at combos. We have plentiful combos. Combos and compost. Yeah, no, no, they is, roll off the tongue. Is They're, greasy food going to make you break out? So what I was uh, what I was saying is that my mom would say to me as a kid, I've learned as an adult that most of it is right. And, you know, the kind of stuff that moms would say, even though it wasn't really supported by a lot of good data, studies finally came out showing the obvious that really bad diets do influence acne and they make acne worse. Now, it doesn't mean that everyone with a bad diet is going to get acne, but people who have terrible diets and acne if they start eating better, their acne will improve. It might not wow. go away entirely, uh-huh. but it's, but it's going to get better. So if someone has a terrible diet and their face is full of acne, it's another good idea, you know, another good incentive to start eating better. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't. And I don't think everything my mother said was correct. Well, no, because your mother had, had lots of cockamamie ideas, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a study not that all mothers are created equal. No. Um. So what are the worst things you can do for your skin besides eating combos? Smoking. Smoking. Uh, why drinking is smoking a lot. bad for skin? It just ages your skin. If you want your skin to look, you know, it's like a... Is that because of the smoke you know outside smoke, hitting your skin? You know when you eat smoked meats, they're cured. Like something happened to them on a cellular level. That's uh-huh. because smoking is doing something to them. When you're smoking yourself from the inside uh-huh. on a cigarette smoke, you know, uh, it's... Uh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm all, you know, for people having their personal right to do whatever they want. But at the yeah. same time, aging your skin with smoking is a very common thing. For people, uh, you know, who look a little bit older, they have been aged from their smoking habits. Uh-huh. Wow. But then with... they can get the peel. So you probably encourage that because they'll come to you for the peel. Well, no, because they heal worse if they're smoking and they get a peel. So we encourage uh-huh. them all to stop smoking uh-huh. before we do peels. Oh, because otherwise the peel. their skin can't heal as yeah. well. But yeah, smoking and of course, drinking a lot and getting a lot of sun. So when you go to Las Vegas or you hang around in Nevada and you uh, see a lot of people who look prematurely old, yeah. right, there is a combo of all three things going on. Vegas and- is bad for your skin. Uh, I would say living the Vegas lifestyle. The smoking, yeah. the drinking, and the, the being smoking, the sun. drinking, sunshine, and uh, wow. you know, gambling all day. And Probably the feather boas. Yeah. The feather boas. That's why the rat pack looks so old. And the tiaras. Yeah, the tiaras. Very bad for Are yours. tiaras bad for your head? Um, sure. Okay. <laughs> right. It was a dumb very, question. He goes along with no everything. Right yeah. It's easier to agree with that one. Are mud baths helpful in any way? Only if you like them. Yeah. But, but it has no... No, I mean, listen, uh, draw, using mud and stuff that cakes like clay masks and stuff, it draws out some of the stuff from the skin, some oils. There's, I don't know of any long-term wonderful benefits, but it does help in the short term and makes people feel good. Uh-huh. So I'm all for them. How about moisturizer? Moisturizer is good if you have dry skin. Okay. But if you don't have dry skin, it's a it's just making huge your skin misconception wet. Okay. that it makes your skin look younger. We do have creams that make people's skin look younger. 
But wrinkle moisture. creams. But it's wrinkle not, creams, oh, yeah. Oh, no. But, okay, wrinkle creams are... Because there's a commercial sure. on, I think, either CNBC or MSNBC. I get my letters mixed up. Um, it has a commercial late at night um, for the, some product, and I can't remember the name of the product, but some stupid, uh, no disrespect intended, I'm sure it's nothing you sell. Can it's we cut some, ahead to just you saying, I saw a wrinkle cream ad on TV? No, but it's a weird wrinkle cream ad. Okay. So they do like an after and before with the, like a bunch of uh, different characters. And one of them, like they show the the top of this bald guy's head and he is so clearly wrinkling his forehead. And they're like, oh, I didn't think this would work on this gentleman. And then they put this stuff and they show like the after where he's like not wrinkling his forehead anymore. And he looks, you know, he looks fine. I am wrinkling my forehead right now. (laughs) I agree. I wouldn't buy that particular cream. Have you seen that ad? (laughs) Have you seen that ad? I haven't. Oh, my gosh. It just seems like such, uh, you know, snake oil. There are snake oils, but but, but what I'm hearing here from Dr. Rader is- wrinkle cream is a real thing? Of course. Absolutely. We have creams that have been shown over and over, like so many times that they finally stopped studying this fact to make wrinkles appear better and to make collagen, uh, increase collagen production in the skin, to make more elastin in the skin, to make the skin more supple, to make it thicker, which is good from uh, not the dead skin layer on top, but the skin itself, the epidermis uh-huh. and the dermis. Just now, thicken how do it our up. listeners who are located all around the world, so they're not all going to be coming to Sherman Oaks. Uh, sure. to, to Most be, of them are. Sherman Most Oaks, Westlake Village, and Beverly Hills. Okay, well, they're not all coming the, there. Because yeah. we're all, all over America. Yeah. So how can our other listeners <laughs> We're going to have another border crisis a as a result of, right. of, of promoting oh, yeah. uh, uh, Dr. The Moldovans uh, uh, are coming. The, the Panamanians are coming. Everybody's coming here. Yeah, everyone's coming. We have listeners all over. But how can the average consumer out there listening to the show spot the wrinkle cream that works versus the ripoff? It's very easy. If it's sold over the counter, likely it doesn't have the active ingredient. So the active ingredient is still prescription only. And that is tretinone and retin-A. That's the... Uh, tretinone great... and retin-A. Tretinone is the generic. Retin-A is the brand name for what, how most people know it. There are other brand names of the same medicine. And then there is. A, it's also a duo in Las Vegas. Uh, it's a, they're a magician team, Tretinone and Retin-A. They're fantastic. They have, oh they have my a God, white I tiger. Love them. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do. Yeah. Um, okay, them. Tretinone ret- and and Retin-A. Retin-A. Oh, oh, I'm those. Now, if I ever those have are... twins, yeah. you know, yeah. tret- Tretinone and Retin-A. That's what Retin-A. I name them. Yeah, you're Retin-A, on brand. Get in here. You're on brand. <laughs> uh, over the counter, there's something called retinol, which is similar oh. to retin-A, but that is typically not strong enough. And if I had a choice between the two, I'd be using Tretinone. Yeah. Yeah. That works. Now, now that's that's prescription because what? It's it's a steroid of some kind? It's not a steroid. It's a vitamin A derivative. Oh, okay. But so, why would that make it prescription? Because if you use it in the totally wrong way, Which it can like have some- snorting it? it can, or let's say eating it out of the tube or ah! applying it in yeah. such crazy quantities as to be absorbed into your bloodstream. Using it to fill a pretzel. Yes. Yeah. That could then be bad. Would, yeah. That could be bad. But if you're using it in, uh, or let's say eating it out of the tube or absorbing it through your skin, too much of it, then it can cause some birth defects like- all vitamin A can. So high doses oh. of vitamin A can cause oh, birth, problem, birth defects. So wow. for that, they've kept it prescription. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Well, but, thank you, Dr. Rader, for peeling back some crucial information about our epidermis. Paula, what advice can you give our listeners about being kind to your skin? House band Stephen Billington, could I have a little background music to get under my skin? <laughs> blocks are better than nothing, but chemicals aren't good for you. Natural sunblocks are better, like hats, long sleeves, or shade. So for a long day at the beach, you might hack down a tree and drag it over near your towel and ice chest. 
Skin cream is only effective if it has active ingredients, like vitamin C that does sit-ups, plays tennis, and goes to museums. Peels are to remove the parts of your skin that you don't want to see. You can remove wrinkles, brown spots, and your overly prominent nose. Wrinkles are caused by Adam and his stress-producing negativity about my balloon animals and ability to rap. Dr. Ilya Rader is the founder and medical director of the American Skin Institute. He's a board-certified dermatologist and dermatological surgeon. Thank you for being on our show, doctor. Fantastico. Coming up next, the premiere of a new feature, Ken Lezebnik's America. That's coming up right after this. The Cat of the Week is Wabi from Tokyo, Japan. Nobody Listens to Ball of Houndstone is supported in part by Dashlane, our brand new supporter. Dashlane is the only tool you need to stay safe online. It's got you covered. Worried about losing access to accounts? Having weak or reused passwords? Worried about somebody monitoring your internet history? Worried about your data getting hacked? I'm worrying right now. Dashlane keeps you safe online from every direction. Using Dashlane is a great life hack because you don't need three or four different tools. Dashlane does what they do all in one package and it's cheaper. All you have to do is download it, and you won't have to worry about online security issues ever again. Worried about that recent tech company hack? Yes. Dashlane will tell you if your data is compromised. Worried about having access to all your passwords on any device? Very much. Dashlane's got you covered. Now, Dashlane has a basic free version, but Dashlane Premium has all of the above features and is cheaper than most VPNs or standalone security services. Get peace of mind knowing that Dashlane is actively protecting you from every angle. This all sounds great, Adam, but does Dashlane really make the frustrating parts of using the internet faster and easier? Yes, in fact, it does, Paula Poundstone. Dashlane saves and autofills all your passwords and login information on every website. So you never have to click that, you know, that forget password link. You don't have to click it. Dashlane saves and autofills personal information like addresses, phone numbers, credit cards, and passport details. So you can fill out tedious online forms with a single click. And it saves and autofills credit card information. So you can check out online in one click without having to search for your wallet to find those codes. Dashlane works across all devices and all platforms, so you don't need to worry about only having a password saved on one certain device. That's perfect, because I hate filling out online forms. I do, too. When you push submit and it goes dunk, that is the most unsatisfactory. I hate online forms, so I love this. I hate forgetting my password, because when I've had several email accounts, so when I click forget your password, and then it says we've just emailed you your password reset, I now have to sift through all of my email accounts to discover which one has the new reset password. I think Adam's password was never a good one. Oh, yeah. It was cracked eventually, but I thought it was pretty good. (laughs) Now it's Adam's password one. Don't tell anybody. Go to www-lane.com slash Paula to get a free 30-day trial of Dashlane Premium to try features in action. And if you like it, use your coupon code Paula at checkout for a 10% off discount. Now that's a good deal. That is a good deal. Wow, Age of Aquarius. Thank you, House Band Stephen Billington. 
You know, we took a break for a couple of minutes to use the bathroom and open up the door because it's so hot in this studio. And I just want to read to the listeners some uh, p- people were milling about eating more of the combos. These are just some of the comments that I heard. Oh, you were writing it down. People. I, was, no. I was writing down the comments. Oh, boy. Um, they leave the worst taste in your mouth. Uh, I think the combos are kicking in. How far down is cheese in the ingredients? Is there cheese in there? This should be a diet tool. I think those are some of the highlights yeah. of the combos conversation. The idea of it being a diet tool was that because it really does cheese your hunger away. It, I have to say, it has cheesed my hunger I away. Have not, I have craved not for any food nor beverage since I had that combo fill my mouth. I, I have I have to confess, I've eaten two, well, I did eat a couple of potato chips, I and, potato and, chips. and I ate two um, mini Heath bars, but when you compare that to the amount that I usually eat, it's right. really staggering. Um, and I really mostly did that just to get rid of the bad taste in my mouth and also to try to um, weigh down the possible regurgitation. It's amazing. I mean, like it, it made my palate despair. <laughs> it's like it's like it turned my palate into a Bergman film. It just—it's moody. It's bleak. Um, I, I, I I know no joy anymore in my mouth. Yeah, so, the Dementors che- have opened your mouth. The, de- the Dementors. I feel like I'll never be cheerful again. <laughs> but, but they did cheese my hunger away. So Are you, good on you, combo. You don't think they'll be a sponsor? Eh, you never know. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, Paula, you were so enraged by the new Butterfinger recipe, speaking of junk food, that you wrote a rap song about it. Composer and producer Jay Deal gave you expert guidance and now continues to help you build the song. How's it going? It's going good. I'm, uh, you know, I'm working on memorizing uh, the lyrics now so that I have, uh, you know, so that I'm prepared to uh, go into the recording studio. Wow. And uh, he also recommended that I listen to a, a lot of rap. And so I've been listening what to- What nerve he has uh, to suggest that you listen to an example of the genre you're about to perform in. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Kendrick Lamar and Drake because I feel I have the most in common with them. In what way? Musically. Musically, Musically you have the most in common with Drake and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Because you I can't express it with words. It's, it's a musical can't be, thing. It can't be said. I just. I, I uh, love Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't. I don't hate Drake, but Kendrick Lamar is great. Um, yeah. Well, I want to congratulate uh, Drake on winning the NBA championship. Right. He didn't technically win, but his team did. Oh. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't play. Oh boy, that wasn't how it came off. Oh yeah. No. 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 He was really on the court and in charge. Um, okay. So so I'm sure your fans are looking forward to hearing this when it drops. Um, they're also looking forward to seeing you appear around the country, whether you're performing your hip hop single or not. Um, so what's coming up for Paula Poundstone? I'll be in Hyannis, Massachusetts on August 16th at the Cape Cod Melody Tent. And before then, I'll be in Agunquit, Maine on July 18th and 19th at Jonathan's Agunquit. Wait a minute, Paula. Did you say Agunquit, Maine? I did. Well, that's an amazing coincidence because... Right here, we're launching something new. We call it Ken Lezebnik's America. He profiles American towns and byways, and the very first place he covered, by coincidence, is the place that you're playing, Agunquit, Maine. Incredible mind-boggling coincidence. So since you're going to be in Agunquit, Maine, July 18th and 19th, let's start the road trip we call... (laughs) Ken Lezebnik's America. (laughs) You kids get in the fucking car! Get that dog out of here. We're not taking that dog. We're headed to Maine. Oops, I did it again. 
I play with your heart. Welcome to Ken Lezebnik's America. The wife and I have packed up the car, the kids are singing in the back, and we're headed up the coast to the charming summer resort, whose name means a beautiful place by the sea in the indigenous Abenaki language. I want quiet in this fucking car! Thank you. You know that that Algonquin was first settled in 1641 and quickly became home to fishermen and shipwrights. In 1898, the Algonquin art colony was established and then the artists came. The fishermen knew this meant their days were numbered and their picturesque cottages would one day become bed and breakfasts and the smell of cod would be replaced by the scent of fluffy pumpkin pancakes. But they continued to fish, working Perkins Cove, sidestepping landscape painters. God damn it! Get your easel out of the way of my rod and reel, and no, I won't pose for you nude. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody, look, there's marginal way. It's not really marginal, it's a beautiful walkway up the coast. Hey, and kids, look, there's Jonathan's Ogonquit, featuring casual fine dining, exquisite gardens, and a 600-gallon fish tank. Their billboard seems to be promoting highly regarded comedian Paula Poundstone's upcoming appearances. We could stop for lunch. Let's just get to the damn beach. Put on the sunblock now, everybody, or you'll die of cancer. Before we get to the beach, let's talk about Toadie Fields. She was a groundbreaking... <laughs> she, she was a groundbreaking stand-up comic of the 50s and 60s who took early feminist pride in her zoftic figure. She wrote the bestseller... I her think rotundity. I'll t- her rotundity. <laughs> Go on, Kebla Zevnik. Her rotundity inspired her to write the best-selling I Think I'll Start on Monday, the official eight-and-a-half-ounce mashed potato diet, with lines like, I've been on a diet for two weeks, and all I lost was two weeks. Why are we talking about Tony Fields? And what's rotundity mean? Rotundity means a rather rounded or obese form. Oh, thanks. Why are we talking about Tony Fields? <laughs> because we're driving by the place where she used to live. This is the old Admiral's Inn in Algonquin, which is where Tony and her husband's summer vacation residence for many years. You know, we could stop and see Tony's old room. No, I just want to get to the fucking beach. You, you know, you know, in 1977, Tony starred in an HBO special. She began her show saying. I've waited all my life to say this. I weigh less than Elizabeth Taylor. She listed practical (laughs) reasons for not going on a diet, which included fish, meat, and vegetables may be chemically polluted. The U.S. government has never found mercury in a chocolate layer cake. And Sarah Lee, Betty Crocker, and Mr. Hershey are sincere, hardworking Americans. Check your conscience. Do you really want to take a living away from these people? Oh, Mom. Okay, kids, we made it to the beach. Everyone out! Out! Yes, yes, it's time to relax on the beach. Later this afternoon, as the sun sets on Orweed Cove and we wander down Marginal Way, let's remember Ogonquit, Maine, over the years a home to fishermen, artists, and toady fields. Maybe someday I'll be able to purchase tickets to see American humorist Paula Poundstone in Algonquit. That's Ken Lezebnik's America for this week. How'd that dog get in here? God damn it. Now we can't go to Marginal Way.
All right, thank you, Ken, <laughs> and thanks to our podcast acting company. Uh, that that's that's uh, sound effects courtesy of Anthony Alfaro and me. Uh, Paula is apparently going to be in Algonquin. Uh, Algonquin, I, I'm hearing Maine um, on July 18th and 19th. It's rumored. Yeah, for all her tour dates and to purchase her merchandise, including her T-shirts, visit her website at paulapoundstone.com. Speaking of merchandise, Paula, I understand you've made it into the Urban Dictionary. Tri-polyblend has its own definition now. Now, tri-polyblend, which is the incredibly soft fabric that you claim is in your shirt and makes it so soft. My t-shirts uh, are um, made, made of, of a uh, remarkably soft tri-polyblend tri with now, a self-portrait on, on the left breast, breast and a memorable quote on, on the, the back. back. Now, you and I have uh, had have had have come to loggerheads occasionally over this tri-polyblend. Yeah, it's, it's giving me wrinkles. Yeah, because I, I it's giving you wrinkles because I've contended that there's no such thing as a tri-poly. Blend. Well, there is, and it's what my shirt is made of. Well, it's let's a read the blend. definition from the Urban Dictionary, then. <clears throat> Quote, a fictitious fiber blend often mentioned by Paula Poundstone during her podcast. It is supposedly used to craft her fine line of t-shirts. Well, it is used to craft my... There's some words of skepticism there. Uh, well, there the, are... And, and if you can't trust the Urban Dictionary... Yeah, that's really a fact finder right there. Uh, no, it is. It's a remarkably soft tripoly blend. A fictitious... No, I'll tell you something. I sell my T-shirts at my shows, and uh, I'm going to be in a gunkwit soon. Ah, and um, a lot of times, customers come up and they'll ask me to sign the shirt, uh, and I'm happy to do so. And they always, always, without fail, say to me, this is a remarkably soft uh, shirt. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. I am sure they do. Yeah. Well, if you want to add your own thoughts about T-shirts and fabric, write us at nobodylistenstopaulapoundstone at gmail.com or visit us on Facebook at Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. That's where you can find behind-the-scenes videos, pictures, participate in our serious research polls, and as you've heard, we might read your posts or name-check you on this show. So uh, we'll be right back after Is this. Is there a higher honor? There is no higher honor. I don't think so. We'll even send you some combos because we ain't finishing these. We'll be right back after this message. You know, gazelles nuzzle, nuzzle which I'm surprised by. They always seem so shy, but here they nuzzle. Um, on this day in unremarkable history, Mussolini was heard to say, no, it's Mussolini, Mussolini, moose, like the moose with the big antlers and sole, like the sole of your shoe, and ini, like Italian. <laughs> Send a reading glasses because Bria and Mallory have great tips. My suggestion for book festivals is just go for one day. I listen for the author interviews. I was a huge Goosebumps fan. Oh, yes. <laughs> R.L. Stein was totally my jam. I don't even read. I just like their chemistry together. Literally, if on the bag it said, like, this book made me shit my pants, I'd be like, that's, I'm buying this book. Yeah. Like, like, I think the problem with blurbs a lot of times. I like that we both want to crap ourselves <laughs> over books. I'm Brea Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We're Reading Glasses, and we solve all your bookish problems every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Hi, I'm the JV Club podcast, Janet Varney, and I used to suffer from indecision. I couldn't choose between Star Wars and Star Trek, whether to call or text, or the best way to cook my eggs. But now, thanks to my weekly dose of We Got This on Maximum Fun, my decisions are made for me. Thanks, Mark and Hal. Warning, we got this may cause shouting, phone throwing, the illusion that the hosts can hear you, laughter on public transit, and death. We got this with Mark and Hal. We know what's best.
Welcome back, all you nobodies, and we want to take a second to thank tonight's sponsors again, HelloFresh and Dashlane. Now, Paula, you've been offering uh, simple sample dialogue at this point in the show for several months now. Yes. And it's been kind of a, you know, it's it's been kind of a, a, a controversial thing between you and I. Well, the simple sample dialogue, Adam, is to help the listener uh, spread the word about being a listener to their friends and family. And sometimes they, they just don't know how to go about doing that. And I think that's a really good idea. Well, I guess you. what I've been pointing out to you and, and, and to... Um, to very little success, to be honest, thus far, is that you've been making it very, very specific so that it can't possibly help more than one listener, even, or even if that. You know, I'm wrinkling up right now. Okay, Adam. so so I don't want you to get tense. And so, yeah. Paula, I, I did something for you this week. You did? I spared you the task of writing your simple sample dialogue. Well, thank you very I much. I wrote some simple sample dialogue. I love it. And that. I think you'll love it, Paula Poundson. You are ready to hear it? Yes, I am. Okay, so this is... For anybody out there who might be in this specific situation, you might be able to use this dialogue to broach the subject of our podcast to your friends. Ready? Yeah. Uh, okay. Here we go. Listener's friend. Hey, Calvin, good to see you. Can I buy you a drink? Listener. Now, now, you know I can't take in any fluids. They fall right out of me, but thanks. Listener's friend, huh, well, nonetheless, you look great. I mean, relatively speaking, your desiccated flesh doesn't seem quite so desiccate -y. Listener, <laughs> yes, I must say I haven't felt quite so sanguined since, well, since my presidency. Listener's friend, yes, you've suffered a few indignities of late, haven't you? What do you think is the worst part? Listener, well, I think many people would say that merely being exhumed and reanimated by a team of experimental scientists, thus forced to live a painful twilight existence that is neither life nor death as one's own body rots away, many people would call that the ultimate indignity. Listener's friend. But not you, huh, Calvin? <laughs> Listener, no, not me. See, I had hoped upon awakening in that laboratory that my presidency had been reconsidered by scholars. But alas, even worse than being maligned, I have largely been forgotten and dismissed as a minor figure. To the extent I am remembered at all, it is for that infernal campaign slogan, keep cool with Coolidge. <laughs> Listener's friend, yeah, that's a tough break. Listener, tell me about it. And ironic, too, as my flesh is now literally cool to the touch. Listener's friend, wow. So, why are you looking so chipper? Listener, well, I have discovered this most remarkable podcast. It's called <laughs> Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. It is both amusing and extremely informative. A salubrious guide to this new world I somehow find myself in. Listener's friend, sounds good. Listener, it is very good. I particularly enjoy the work of co-host Adam Felber, who, far from just being on every show, exhibits a delightful wit and the patience of Job, a patience that I myself am trying to learn, given my current condition. Listener's friend, gee, I think I'll check it out, because honestly, to me, you're more than just the improbably exhumed and reanimated corpse of Calvin Coolidge. You're my friend. Listener, see you later, my friend. Listener's friend, see you later, Calvin Coolidge, and thanks for the advice. <laughs> I'm sorry, Adam. Did you say something? I, 
Did you see the gazelle eating yeah, the yeah. Um, combos right out of my hand? You see, Paula, I think this could help increase our listener base because that was simple <laughs> sample dialogue that anybody in that situation could use. I wish I had been listening, but I was petting the gazelle and it was eating the combos. Well, I could do it right again if you want. Out of my hand. No, I I'm kidding. Do it again. Um, no, the, the gazelle the, was eating combos. The gazelle was out eating of my combos, hand. but you know. But uh, that was fantastic. What? And I want to congratulate you. How dare you? you? Not only on a wonderful piece, but I think you, you once again increasing our listenership one by one. You know, we don't want some big spike in listenership and then it falls off. No, no, no. That no. would be terrible. We want we want one by one cultivated listeners, and it strikes me that this uh, Calvin Coolidge fellow maybe has really brought in a new uh, a new listener. Good for you, Adam. I'm infuriated right now. <laughs> I am wrinkling up. I was trying to illustrate to you how, how there are certain situations that don't happen and we can't increase our listener base with them. Oh, I think you're wrong about that. I think this listener's friend is going to be a, he's going to be a nobody. There's no question about it. It's going to be a nobody. But the odds are vanishingly small that anyone will ever exhume and reanimate Calvin Coolidge. One by one, Adam. We earn them one by one. Jesus Christ. You did a fantastic job. Now, I'm just I'm just angry. I'm wrinkling. Nobody's remember our email address again is nobody listens to Paula Poundstone at gmail.com. I'm gonna make a balloon animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, of what? Of of uh, reanimated Calvin Coolidge. What have I done? Uh, and you can find me and Paula on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter if you want. You know, one of my high school friends was Judith Coolidge, and I think she's related to Calvin Coolidge. Wow. And it's very possible that we could create this very situation that you uh, imagined. I was trying to create a, a morality play almost, and instead you, you think this is, this is good. Yeah, I think yeah. it's fantastic. I can't stand this. I think it's fantastic. All right, and I that's think, not a balloon animal. What do you... This is... Yes, it is. Is that, Cal, is that what part of Calvin Coolidge are we making here, Paula? Because <laughs> Tony and Anita Hope, please get a picture of this. This is Calvin Coolidge. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's reanimated Calvin Coolidge. Reanimated Calvin Coolidge. I listened to Paula Poundstone. <laughs> <laughs> Very convincing. Yeah. Well, that's our show. Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone is hosted by Paula Poundstone and yours truly, Adam Felber. Produced by Paula Poundstone, Adam Felber, Bonnie Burns, Ken Lezebnik, and Tony Anita Hull. Technical direction by Ray Horseman and mixing by Anthony Alfaro. Special thanks to tonight's house band, Stephen Billington. And thanks again to our guest, Dr. Ilya Rader. Security muscle provided by Ben Lezebnik. Transcription services for this show provided by Transcribe Me. For your special Paula Poundstone discount, use code Paula Poundstone when placing your order at transcribeme.com. That's our show for tonight. Won't somebody please listen to me? Fundity. Rhymes with rotundity. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.